Greetings. Today we have the pleasure of sharing with you our 43rd Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle Podcast Series episode that deals with the daily life in Costa Rica and all the questions that arise when thinking about moving here, visiting for a while, how one acquires their legal static and status, and so on and so on. Becoming a resident of Costa Rica is indeed an involved process. More and more individuals and families are thinking about it now. So many people are moving to Costa Rica. This country seems to be that Pura Vida lifestyle oasis, a land of tranquility and easy laid-back lifestyle and a strong desire for a more sane and peaceful life for all who care to make it happen. Today and throughout the coming months, I'm going to be spending some time with Kevin McNamee, who's the representative for Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts. He and his team have helped hundreds of people in acquiring their legal status and everything that's involved with the process for many years. He's an expert, a professional, and a perfectionist when it comes to his business, and I am so happy to have him here with us. Kevin, good uh, good morning, I guess it is. Welcome for the 43rd time. We appreciate your spending a few minutes with all of us, explaining what you know and answering some questions that we have for you. As always, it's a pleasure, Skip. I always look forward to our little chats and for your intelligent questions and my my answers. I won't say intelligent or not, but my answers. It's a it's a good chance also to recap really what's happening in our own minds because although immigration sounds like it's stayed and and everything is constantly the same, it is actually a living government department and there are changes occasionally and we have to keep abreast of them. So it's a good chance to recap what's happening when I talk with you. Well, I know there's a lot of changes and it's always nice to speak with you because I know every every bit of information that we get from you is up to date. And that's basically everything that the listeners want from our conversations. In our first 42 episodes, Kevin, we discussed your personal history here in Costa Rica, how you got started in the business. And we reviewed so many things about residency and legal status. And uh, we talked about just a a myriad of of topics. And today we have a few more questions that actually just came in in the last couple of days. And I just wanted to start out with um, quite a few people have been to Costa Rica before, but they still ask that question, which are the best areas of Costa Rica to live? And I know it really depends on what they want because there's so many different things here to offer, isn't there? Beaches, mountains, uh, Central Valley. Well, in reality, they say there's 22 microclimates. And that's uh, sort of astounding for such a small country. But they actually are various areas that have various or atypical weather and whether it be the the warm muggy humid hot wonderful beach or the mountaintop mountaintop is sort of a colloquial expression because there's really no mountains per se i guess but or yeah we call them volcanoes mountains and volcanoes and such. but you know what i'm talking about you know we don't have a mount Everest. We don't have an altitude that allows snow to be formed anywhere in Costa Rica, that sort of thing. But you, the, the is, there is 22 microclimates, and I'll guarantee you 
the most discerning, discerning taste will find a place that they can call home. And for the people who just aren't sure, though, do you suggest just maybe visiting the different areas if they are going to move in about four or five months and they just aren't sure where to go to? They have it narrowed down to maybe a, a beach area and maybe a higher altitude area. Just perhaps spend some time in both areas and see how they like it. person actually owes it to themselves to look around. They'll find something. No, there's no question about that. But is it the best place for them? It is if they haven't looked at anything else. As simple as that. So do your due diligence if you want. But there's lots of people that are the experts, literally experts in it. If you tell them, I am looking for such a size property, I want to have the following uh, uh, ample water. I want more than ample water because I want to do heavy irrigation and have a pool, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they can tie it down to. And also, of course, geographic location. I need to be near a hospital. I need to be here near a school because I have uh, children going to school. That sort of thing. All the information really gets fed into the minds of, of, of the experts, the professionals, and they'll they'll produce something that was within your price range and meets all your criteria, checks off, check marks, and uh, or up very close to 100% of what you need. So yes, we have the we have the opportunity. We have the experts that we also have. I only know with enough real estate agents to fill the stadium 100 times over every day. So uh, yes, it's 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 worth your while to use their expertise. Uh, ultimately, it's your decision, of course. So yes, take your time, but don't procrastinate. Don't say, well, next year I'm going to take another two weeks and look around. I'm going to do the East Coast this time. I'll do the West Coast uh, another year. You drive from one coast to the, to the other, from the West Coast to the East Coast or vice versa, easily within a day. So there's no need to say I want to do a 10-year plan because although it's a diverse country, you don't need 10 years to find the ideal spot. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Just really take your time. Uh, a lot of people come down here, and like you said in a previous podcast episode, they see their first house and they fell in love with it, and all of a sudden they <laughs> sign on the dotted line. And then uh, maybe a year later they realize that, hey, perhaps I should have looked around just a little bit more. Huh? That happens a lot. Exactly. The best house I ever saw. Well, how many do you look at? Oh, that one. You know, so of course it's the best house. But you know, again, it's the same as same as getting your legal status here. My my wife and I came down many years ago on vacation, two week vacation, a week in San Jose area, and then a week at the beach, at Hospital Beach at that in those days, with a rice field, not what it is today. But we uh we also prescribe to this, take it easy, self-pressure, self-imposed. There's no need to do anything. And like I said, I think it was the Thursday or Friday that we arrived. On Tuesday, we both invested enough to get our legal status with the idea that in 30 or 35 years, we would move to Costa Rica and retire. And within a year, we were back here full time. And I haven't been back to Canada, my home country, for now 
23, 24 years. I just don't, I don't, I don't want to say associate with it, but I don't identify with it. That's a better word. <laughs> or I have a whole bunch of angry relatives that say I don't <laughs> appreciate them or whatever anymore. But yeah, it, I just don't identify with Canada. I, Costa Rica produces what I want, my wife wants, we want, and, uh, and here we'll stay. Well, I'm glad you found uh, a wonderful place to live. It certainly is. Kevin, another question that's really a popular one that's being asked by so many people. As you know, a lot of people come down here to retire, but after a couple years, maybe a little bit sooner than that, they get rather bored, even though there's so much to do down here, and they decide to work remotely. And a lot of times they um, they want to know what kind of high-speed Internet or are there even now fiber optic systems that really, really give a person who has to work online an opportunity to uh, to really have quality, high-speed internet in back of them? You said the operative word also, not only high-speed, but fiber optic. It is uh, speed almost without limit. Uh, the country is is rapidly becoming fiber optic connected. Uh, uh, you can go to out in the boonies somewhere and not have access to the internet or high-speed uh, connection, but it's a rarity. Major cities, little areas like uh, well, Santa Ana, which is a fairly, fairly small area. In fact, we had fiber offices installed within a week ago for our computer. They wanted to sell us a TV also at the time, but my wife and I don't have a TV by by choice because it's Apple to do in Costa Rica without having to watch a big square eye on the wall or on your on the credenza and such. So, but it's I thought we have fiber optic TV channels and and TV or uh, computer internet and such. And if if you don't have it in a certain area, you choose. You check with the local supply provider and find out how many months it's going to be until you do have it there. It's taken over the country, thank God. Well, that's good news for a lot of people who now want to work remotely. And also to go along with that, Kevin, and just to finish up today, we're going to have a short episode today. Um, in the United States, you can get a monthly fee of around $55 to $75 for a fiber optic internet action. And how does that compare to Costa Rica? Are you more expensive in Costa Rica or less than that? I'm not being the most rapid calculator trying to convert from dollars to colonies, but $100 is basically 70,000 colonies. And I know we anticipate our bill. I, I don't hold my feet to the fire on this one, but I believe it's under 30,000 colonies, which would be basically under $50. Beautiful. So That's it's about just, the same, maybe a little bit less. I'm, I'm guessing, Skip. I just honestly, you sort of threw a curve at me on that one because uh, my wife, who is my accountant, in-house accountant, she takes care of all the bills. I take care of the spending and she takes care of the paying. And I, I believe and, it's something. I think it's yeah. something. It's very close to 30000 
And then to go along with that, how about uh, how about utility bills? You got electricity. Do you have to usually pay for water there as well? Is that very expensive? No, um, I again, I'm just speaking from my own my own area here in Santa Ana. My wife and I, no children and such. The cat that drinks a lot of water, but that doesn't she doesn't he doesn't count. But uh, our water bill runs about uh, again in Cluny, five thousand coins, which would be two or three hours, four hours. Our power bill is is expensive because although in Santa Ana area you don't need heating or air conditioning, but we do cook with electric and and uh, uh, run a couple computers and printers and all that kind of stuff. Uh, our power bill would run probably thirty thousand kilometers a month, which would be around round figures under fifty dollars, and. Uh, that's power and water and electricity, isn't it? That's what it is. Uh, you know, it's not, you know, if, if we sat in an area where 100% humidity and such like that, and need air conditioning and such, and a pool that has pumps running in, and heating and water like we used to have to do in Canada, um, it would be very, very expensive. Again, speaking for ourselves, the utilities are not at all uh, prohibitive, cost prohibitive, not at all. Well, that sounds good. Well, Kevin, I'm kind of losing the connection here, but uh, I really appreciate your time. And we've gone through the two or three questions that we had for today. So we've done what we had to do. I really appreciate your time. And we have posted Kevin's contact information and his website address on the notes that are associated with this specific episode i wanted to give you his website address it's uh, costa rica immigration and moving experts.com that's costa rica immigration and moving experts.com a lot of great up-to-date information about residency about obtaining your legal status and so much more in fact on the first page on the web page down at the bottom we have access to uh, after this one, 43 of our conversations that we talk about everything there is to know about Costa Rica. And that's going to help somebody who is considering a move there or even a visit there. And uh, basically, when you're ready to have all of your questions answered and all of your concerns addressed, Kevin and his team are only a phone call away. If you go to the website, you'll see his WhatsApp phone number and his email address, and he's ready to roll. He's available usually 12 out of the 24 hours a day. And just be sure to be sure to give him a, a, a call or an email, and he will answer any questions you may have. And if you like what you hear today, please share our Q&A sessions with friends and family and anybody else who you think may have an interest. And finally, if you come up with any specific questions or topics that you'd like Kevin to cover, let us know. Send your request to my email address at Costa Rica Good news at gmail.com that's costa rica good news at gmail.com and kevin again thank you very much we'll see you soon for our next conversation together talking about everything you need to know about acquiring your legal status here in costa rica and just the life the pura vida lifestyle yep you're entirely welcome i appreciate the opportunity to talk with you and also to give you my answers for your questions Look forward to our next session, whenever it may be. Have a good day and come on down and visit us.
Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it.